Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Socially Savvy, broadcasting live from Apex in Woodenville. I'm your host, LB Duchess, with co-host Michael Katzman, our food and wine ambassador. Hello. And we have our guest, Michelle, with um, Vault Denim, who is going to be in here and contributing whenever um, the mood takes her. Hello. Hello. It's nice to have you with us today. Thank you. On this beautiful, sunny day, thank God, even though summer took a really long time to get here. <laughs> like, really long time. Yeah, it did. But it's here, and uh, you know, as I predicted about three weeks ago, that we would have a fantastic uh, uh, Indian summer, if you will, uh, a nice September, um, and I think it's going to roll right in a little bit of October. We might get even lucky to have a couple weeks in October nice. I'm hoping so, because I remember, like, mm-hmm. what, 20 years ago? Yeah, 21 years ago, <laughs> in September 22nd, it was a record-breaking 94 degrees. I'm hoping, okay. Well, we had a real shot of, of uh, extending our record. I guess it was today's the ninth. It would have been a ninth day uh, if we hit 80 degrees. And we didn't hit 80, did we? Oh. We had seven, you know. Well, okay, I'm not going to complain. Eh, <laughs> eh. Hey, you know, it's not bad. We're sitting here, and what I love about Apex is they have all these windows, so you can come in, you can wine taste, you can enjoy the outside sunshine, as you know, Mm -hmm. not as very often as we get to enjoy it. So thank you very much, Apex, for having us here. And they have delicious wine. It's beautiful, too. Yes, it is. If you are listening to us live, you um, we would encourage you to give us a call in at 323-843-6090 um, if we say something that you just can't resist having a comment about. Exactly. We all have opinions. <laughs> <laughs> Some more than others. <laughs> yes. Today's show, um, Socially Savvy Birthdays, mm-hmm. is brought to you by Cascade Ice Beverages. Two calories, sugar-free flavored, sparkling water. Okay, Mr. Michael, what are we uh-huh. what are we tasting? Well, of course we're again we're at Apex, right in the heart of Woodenville, right down the street, in the middle of all the action, of course. So today we're having a uh we're gonna stop with a little white wine and we're going with a two thousand nine Chardonnay uh from Apex. So let's take a look at here. Nice color. I have to say, this year I have I've been not scared of mm-hmm. Chardonnays for the first time in my life because I have really? yet to taste a typical Chardonnay. Did you have a really bad experience with a Chardonnay once? Um, when I first was introduced to Chardonnays, they were all buttery and oaky and buttery and oaky <laughs> and oaky. Guess what? <laughs> I mean, it, I know they're supposed to be, but there hey, was like know, no variables. But this actually, year there's been so many different variables mm-hmm. on Chardonnay and just, you know, subtle things. Well, you know, I would say, you know, I always talk about this a lot, you know, uh, Wine does follow a fashion trend, and I still remember when I first started drinking Chardonnays, which was a while ago. Um, I still remember the you know the Chardonnays coming out of California. Yeah, that was what I they had. They were so they were so oaked and uh, and buttery. They actually the the wine actually looked orange. Yeah, um, my first introduction, and I'll remember it for the rest mm-hmm. of my life. Edna Valley. Ah, nineteen nice. eighty seven Chardonnay. <laughs> it looked like Cheetos. It looked like you had Cheetos in your mind. It was, it was you know but you know, interestingly now, enough. I'm not kidding. I got some people looking at me like, What are you talking about? No, yeah, really it, it actually looked very, like there were some there were some Chardonnays that came out of California that looked like Cheetos. Very colors. yes, very intense colors. And yeah. you know, this is one of the things that I think is is so interesting about wine and why I think it's become such a big part of our social culture. Mm-hmm. Is because it does link with memories. It, you are drinking wine during special right. events with um, people you like or get-togethers, and so your wine can become such a big memory recall for you, mm-hmm. um, a positive or negative. Absolutely. You know, what's cool is that is I learning a lot about wines and stuff like that. <clears throat> you can pick up a lot of. Uh, you can actually tell what almost what a flavor profile is going to come through on a Chardonnay by the region it comes from. Did you know that? Yes, I started my wine studies and mm-hmm. got through my first, my first uh, what do you call it, block at 100%, and then I hit varietals, and then I freaked out because I <laughs> was of the opinion that I have to have every varietal memorized so that I knew the basics. And there are thousands I, of them out there. It's going to take me a few years just to get through, and I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. But, no, that was, that was one of the really interesting things yeah. that I liked. I think that was so intriguing for me was – um, particularly with Chardonnays, the different regions and the different mm-hmm. soils and stuff can have such a huge impact. Oh, I thought that was awesome. Absolutely. You know what's really cool is that you know if you have a Chardonnay, typical Chardonnay out of Washington State, 
you're going to get a tighter fruit. You're going to get more uh, apples, pears, that kind of those kind of notes to come I think through. That's why I like because ours it's a better. shorter it's a shorter growing season. So right. More intense get, flavors. Exactly. So the longer the growing season, the more the sugars get developed Soft. in the fruit. Yeah, soften. Exactly. So like when you have a typical Chardonnay in California, you're going to get tropical fruits, right. peaches, pineapple, yeah, all those. Here you're going to get Granny Smith apple. Pears. Pear, yeah. yeah, exactly. Blackberry. Oh, I so. love the blackberry in our way. Okay, I <laughs> well, diverse. <laughs> the cool, well, let's you know, kind of circle the wagons back here to the the Chardonnay here. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, really Michelle? Nice Chardonnay. It's uh, actually, you know, it's funny because you know, typically, you know, like I said, you pear. I a little pear in here, but I get pineapple, and definitely, it's very yeah. creamy, and that comes from the oaking uh, of the wine. And a little bit of what they call ML. In the industry, it's called ML. It's malolactic acid. Yeah, I'm, and that gives I know it that. Gives it that. I'm so proud of you. Look at you. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm maturing. And, and that gives you that that buttery notes at the end. So. Yeah, and it's again, you know, not your typical Chardonnay. I think it is a very light, lively variation of of what most people mm-hmm. who who my age at 42, you know, I'm 42 years old. I had my first Chardonnays when I was 19. <laughs> <laughs> working in the yeah. in the industry and had a couple samples but well, it's earlier if you're in Europe. <laughs> that's true. That's very true. But yes, very I lo- this is very fresh and lively for me. I yeah, like it's very it. it's very nice. It's clean, it's crisp. Um and uh and just really nice. It's really funny cuz a lot of Chardonnays for I don't know, probably the last year and a half were actually following trends that, you know, nothing was oak, it was all steel fermented. And a lot of them are still doing that. But it's nice to see that some are reincorporated back. back. Well, and a lot of them are just like you know entering like it'll be a little, little oak um, chips sometimes. Oh, yeah. It's not actually in an oak barrel, but it can be still fermented. But they add oak chips to the fermentation process to give it, to give it just a little bit of rounded yeah. off. Yeah. Kind of make it creamy at the end. So really nice. I know. Good job, Apex. Definitely a good job, Michelle. Did you have any? Oh, she, half her glass is gone. She's just loving it. I think she liked it. <laughs> uh, she's looking at us like, "Where's the more?" Yes. Can we have more, please? <laughs> Okay, socially savvy news is um, brought to you by Pop Chips. Um, never bake, never. Hello, I just completely lost my mind. Wow, and I thought I was tired. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> That's okay. Pop Chips, they're just absolutely fabulous. There you go. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. They're so good. They are. Um, heads up, Seattle Magazine is taking mm-hmm. votes for their best of 2011. Vote for your favorite salons, styles, bars, restaurants, doggy daycares, lingerie shops, and more. Go to www.seattlemagazine.com backslash best of 2011 ballot um, to submit your favorite places and people. Um, who are your favorites? Our favorites happen to be Eye Candy Boutique in Kirkland, Gunnar Nordstrom's Gallery in Bellevue, Daniel's Broiler for Best Steakhouse, Black Bottle Postern for, um, in Bellevue for New Places, Erin O'Connell for Best Hairstylist, Diana's Delights for Best Desserts, and Pinkabella for Best Cupcakes, just to name a few. Mm-hmm. So if you have a favorite, go ahead, go on and vote. One of the fastest ways of doing it is to link it to your Facebook so then um, everybody else gets to see how you voted and what you thought, and you can get your favorites, there, um, more votes that way too. So if you have an opinion, that's the best way to get it out there. Very cool. The suite in Bellevue is opening soon. We're sitting on the edges of our seats waiting for the state to clear the opening of the suite, a bar concept venue in the Winter Garden building at Bellevue Place. The venue will be formally opened in the next two weeks, which we've gotten the um, word up that it may be this Friday. It's under the development of owner, the owners of the Bellevue Collection Kemper Development Company. So um, if it is opening this Friday, then we will be planning a little um, impromptu coverage of that event. Finally, geez, open already, people, come on. It's been months, months, and Bellevue is dying for a new place to go. So we're very excited to see how this one comes out. (laughs) Mr. Michael. Oh, yes. So are you artistic? That's a question. Are you artistic? (laughs) I can take pictures, but I can't draw. Not really. (laughs) I bet you are. You look artistic. I'm just looking at you. You look artistic. I don't know why. No. I wouldn't say so. It'll be your artistic, right? Um, I can take photos. And actually, Corks and Canvas has shown me Uh that I can paint, too, because I could not paint or draw a stick figure until a Corks and Canvas (laughs) event. And I walked out with three paintings, two of which I put on the wall. So I guess I'm actually, I guess I have some artistic. I was really shocked. Artistic. Can be in different ways, right? So you know, I love. I'm a culinary shown. guy, so yes. artistically on a on a plate, it's food, I can yes. knock it out. Yeah, <laughs> I like playing artistic with food. on a canvas, not so much. <laughs> I'm fine. 
think it's older. The food, maybe I can throw some food on there. There you go. Yeah. Well, and I think if you're artistic, you can you actually can span a lot of different things if exactly. you're willing to Musically, step out and dabble. Absolutely. Yep. There's all kinds of ways. Most even, even cocktails. Oh yeah. So yes. So check out Capital Grills uh, contest that they're having. Uh, you can have your artwork on a label of amazing bottle of wine. How I know. cool is I'm that? I'm going to take now? a picture. I'm going to I'm going to submit one of my pictures. <laughs> I am really. If I can get Duchess on a bottle, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I better I better take a look at that picture before you submit it. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not sure how to feel myself. Hey, no, I'm sorry. That's I'm okay. tired. It's always going to be giddy today. I like it. Sorry, folks. So uh, strain a little bit here. Uh, but yes, you can go to uh, www. Uh, the capitalgrill.com backslash call for entries to enter. So uh, artist series, uh, wine event, art competition, paint, illustrate, or use the medium of your choice. That's a pretty wide Photos. spectrum. <laughs> That's what we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and create a piece of art that captures the essence of our exclusive world-class Cabernet Sauvignon. Uh, and your artwork could be seen on every label of spring. May your IDs flow like wine and pour like wine from the gods. I love yeah, that, it. How cool is that? You know, I mean. Yeah, I love it when they do content like that. On and this is a pretty big, you know, company. So. Yeah, this is not a baby. This is not just some obscure little company. Mm-hmm. This is out of Napa Valley. That's pretty cool. You know, I mean, you just, I'd buy a whole, I'd buy a few cases and just say, hey, that's that's oh, my yeah. stuff right there. Are you kidding? <laughs> your name and your picture on a cab. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would totally get so, it. So, yes. Long considered one. Actually, they're long considered one of the uh, finest producers of Cabernet Sauvignon in the world. Napa Valley's uh, Freemark Abbey has now created a special vintage, a special vintage to be uh, featured exclusively at the Capitol Grill uh, during the Artist um, Series wine event this coming spring. The wine is lively, sophisticated, intense, aromatic. Uh, with elegant tannins and a long, clean, fruity finish. Made from great scrone in the, their famed stagecoach and Bosch vineyards, it features uh, lots of flavors of black currant, vanilla, oak, lots of good stuff. I mean, this is a really good wine. There will be it's no name on this, wine, on this wine. The brilliant blend under the cork and the artwork, glancing, uh, gracing, excuse me, the label of this identity. So there's going to be a lot of really cool stuff going on. It'll be really interesting to see. And you're going to be all over this thing. I am. I wasn't. I wasn't going to take the time, but I'm like, you know what? I can't help it. That is so cool. Okay, moving along, we are going to be going into what it is to be socially savvy, brought to you by Sweet Talk Wipes. Just like our hands, our cell phones need to be regularly cleaned and detoxified. Order yours today at www.sweettalkwipes.com. I use, I use one today. I love them. I will clean my phone with it, and then I'll hit my Mac computer with it. And actually, when I'm at work, I will go and um, finish cleaning off the phones with it. Because a lot of people forget the the handheld phones mm-hmm. get used so much, and people forget to clean them off, and you start going into cold season, and before you know it, Blowjo's come through, and he's coughing and hacking, and everybody else has got actually, it. Actually, you know, and you know, the other really cool thing I, I used it for today was actually for my little tablet. Yeah, any a anything tablet, that has a surface like that, they're fabulous. Keyboard, yeah. We love our sweet talk. Thank yeah, you. Amen. Okay, today's socially savvy birthdays. We are going to chat about being the birthday guest, host, and the one celebrating. Um, interestingly, we will be tying it to the New York um, Times best-selling author, Dr. Gray Chapman's The Five Love Languages, to give you some insight on how to um, be socially savvy when attending a birthday party. How can we talk about this last Wednesday? Uh, that last Wednesday we were talking about, we were sitting in a store with sex toys, and it was everything I could do not to, to laugh like a four-year-old. I'm looking over here at the uh, acts of service here. Yeah, well, no, I was not going to talk about acts of service in an adult store. I No. What? No, we're I'm done, done. I'm sorry, LD. I, could, I, could have, I couldn't resist. Did you not catch me last week going, oh, my God, you just said that word again. Just stop, you guys. Uh, it was priceless. It was like it could have been totally that Visa commercial. It was. And, you know, it was a- Watching LB blush oh and stumble upon her words, priceless. It was a good show, though, because, okay, so I was the butt of the joke. I'm fine with that. <laughs> it was good though. I mean, I thought it was a great show. If you haven't heard it about it, show. and if you've ever had questions and been, you know, intimidated, check out that show. It was a good mm-hmm. one. Okay, so let's start with the five love languages. Words of affirmation. Actions don't always speak louder than words. If words of affirmation is your love language, unsolicited compliments, 
um, means the world to you. Hearing the words, I love you, are important. Hearing the reason behind that love sends your spirits skywards. Insults can leave you shattered and are not easily forgiven. Um, in my family, interestingly enough, and I'll, I'll bounce back to everybody, we have all five love languages going on. Um, hello, talk about a mess. Because you are constantly shifting from one thought process to another. And one of the things about a words of affirmation person is that um, it is really hard to discipline because discipline usually requires critical words. And critical words are so hard for a words of affirmation person to bounce back from. One critical word and you spend hours trying to get them back on a positive track because they take it personally. Um, It lowers their self-esteem. So you have to use a very creative um, way, thought process when parenting. Um, if you're talking about going to a birthday party and it's a words of affirmation person, um, then, you know, things like singing happy birthday to them, things like toasting them, um, putting up on their Facebook, sending them a text message, sending them a, a, a phone message. Those are all things that are going to have the most impact and mean the most to them. Uh, so understanding, you know, these love languages make you a much more effective uh person when you're dealing with, you know, anybody, but let alone going into a birthday situation. Mm-hmm. The second one, quality time. Mm-hmm. Um, this is one of mine. <laughs> in, the, um, in quality time, nothing says I love you like full undivided attention. Being there for this type of person is critical, but really being there with the TV off, fork and knife down, and all chores and tasks on standby makes your significant other or um, friend truly feel special and loved. Distractions, postponed dates, or the failure to listen can be especially hurtful. That um, also includes turning your phone off. It is one of those things that you do. Or turning the, the ringer off. Ringer off, off or, and it's like we talked on a previous show, if mm-hmm. you're in a situation where you have to take a phone call, if you communicate it with that, particularly with this type of a love language person, they're going to be very forgiving, but you've got to communicate right. because they're looking at a quality time person. They want that one-on-one time with you. And uh, to them, they recognize how significant time right. is. I don't want to be like getting, you know, you know, ESPN alerts, you know, while I'm on a date or with somebody. <laughs> Your team just scored a touchdown. Wow. Uh, yeah. No. That's, that's not okay. that's not what we're talking about. That's okay. <laughs> okay. Third love language. This is also one of my love languages. And I typically don't talk about this one because people misunderstand this one. The third love language is receiving gifts. Um, myself and my oldest son are like this. And don't mistake this love language for materialism, and most people do. The receiver of gifts thrives on love, thoughtfulness, and the effort behind the gift. Okay. Let me say that again. The effort behind the gift. When somebody gives me a gift, whether it be a bottle of wine, um, a necklace, you know, whatever my my favorite things are, Mm -hmm. which happen to be jewelry and wine, (laughs) um, it occurs to me the thought process in which they had to go to a store, they had to ask somebody about wines or have done the research about wines if it's Mm -hmm. that, or to, to look at jewelry and think about, would this look good on her? Would she like this? follow through with the purchase, and then go the extra mile to bring it to wherever I'm at. To me, that requires a whole lot of time and thought. And if somebody has thought about me mm-hmm. to that extent, to, that means worlds to me. Well, and it can be even, you know, things that I like doing is just, you know, a bar of soap in the bathroom on the on the mirror. Yes. I love you. And then when she takes a shower, it, it says, I love she you. She sees it, yes. So, or like even little notes in the, you know, in, at, in pack a lunch. Or a little add, note and a chocolate in a lunch is yep. receiving a gift. Um, coming back from the grocery store, if you are dealing with a um, receiving gift child, if their favorite drink is a Soho, you bring a Soho back just for them. Um, on a birthday thing, receiving gifts is one of those that I love. My listeners are giving me something. I love it. A, a, oh, little getting little sticky notes that say little messages to you, make you feel good. Um uh, I'm trying you know, to think. You know what's a really good movie to watch for this? What? Hitch. Oh, yes. Love, 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 love Hitch. Love Hitch. Um, but the receiving, you know, when it comes to birthdays and uh, posting, mm. you know, do you bring a gift? Do you not? And what what it started me on this was one of our listeners. And I have to tell you, if you're listening and you have ideas and you have things, please don't hesitate to tell us because, you know, being social is is about – everybody's attitudes and everybody's opinions. And if you're going to be social out there talking with people and visiting with people, you need to be aware of other opinions other than your own. Right. And um, one of our listeners, she brought this to my attention. We got to really talking about this. 
Because there are people who are they're like, is it so appropriate for me to bring a, a gift? Well, this if you understand their love language, that will give you a long, um, a lot of leeway to understand whether or not you should be bringing a gift or not. And then also kind of what what kind of gift. So moving on, <clears throat> acts of service. Can vacuuming the floors really be an expression of love? Absolutely. I've got that with my husband. He's acts of service. <laughs> if I make sure that he has certain things and take care of certain things, he feels, you know, loved and happy. Um, anything you do to ease the burden of responsibilities weighing mm-hmm. on an acts of service person will speak volumes. Um, the words or he or she need to hear most is, let me do that for you. Um, laziness, broken commitments, and making more work for them tell, um, tell them that this language, that their feelings do not matter. This is one of those things where typically the host of a birthday party is an acts of service person because they're the one putting it on for them. They're the one that recognizes and steps up to do it. Unless you have someone that does it for you. That's what I'm saying. Typically a host. <laughs> no, the whole, the so, whole, the whole planning part of the whole, the party. Yeah, and that's typically yeah. an acts of service person. Yeah, exactly. And I have friends that when I've done parties at my house, um, she is an acts of service person, and she will step in and just take over for me and do things like you know just go out socialize. I've got this, and she'll you know take the wine around. She'll throw the dishes in the dishwasher. Um, and one of the thing, key things I want to say is if you see people doing this, don't. Stop them from doing it. Recognize it, acknowledge it, and thank them because this is how they're trying to serve you. If you want them to feel special you, you and, rec- and say thank you, then you, the same thing needs to go back and forth. I like you know just doing it because it also makes me feel good. Yeah. And that's why I probably volunteer a lot for different charities and organizations because yeah, it, always feels, it makes me feel good to give back to the community. So I agree. Okay, and finally, physical touch. This, this language is, this is, is all not my... all about the bedroom. I know. I know. That's not why I said that. And That's not why I said that. A person whose primary love language is physical touch is, not surprisingly, mm-hmm. very touchy. Hugs, pats on the back, holding hands, thoughtful touches on the arm, shoulders, or face. Um, they can all be ways of showing excitement, concern, care, and love. Mm-hmm. Physical presence and accessibility are crucial, while mm-hmm. neglect or abuse can be unforgiven, unforgivable and destructive. Um, physical touch is one of those that immediately people think they, they think the wrong things. And um, your well, friends it could be who are, just a simple thing, you know, like just touching your arm. Oh or yeah, your or hand. like when you're ta- when you're talking to somebody, you're mm-hmm. like, it's, exactly. It's an it's, it's an contact. acclamation. It's, it's a oh, I'm aware of you, and you know, I'm making contact with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're going to a party, so with all that being said, how right. do you identify what they are? Take a look at how they respond to people. Do they give their time? Are they always giving gifts? Are they always paying compliments and ver- verbal commu- mm-hmm. um, encouragements? Maybe they get cuddly and huggy to everybody when they walk in the room. These give clues as to their own love language, so you can bet it's a good call to gift accordingly. Right. So and I my, don't know. Now, well, yours is, well, what are your two? Your two uh, physical, physical touch is definitely one of mine. I already, I've taken this, this, I read the book and all that and did the whole test and all that. And by the way, you can do the test online now. Yeah, I know. I love it. And, uh, and access service is number one second. Gotcha. So, uh, but yeah, you know, I came from a family where my mother's from the south. A lot of my family from the south, very touchy feely family. And they, you know, you're always. I always remember growing up, you know, always being, you know, being hugged and loved. Yeah. And that just kind of carried through how I live, live my life with my friends and and the close people around me. Is I'm, I, I hug you and you know, and I, it's a kiss on the cheek, whatever yeah. it is, you know. I just I'm very touchy feeling, and and that always doesn't, you know go over well with everybody but that's but because you gotta you, you gotta but you, i know who those people are yeah and you kind of you know respond differently but i'm i'm latino so it's like whenever <laughs> i see somebody i know uh-huh. if i met you more than twice you're i'm sorry you're getting a hug and, exactly. and i will usually the first time if i feel them get all apologize i say i'm sorry i'm just huggy that way but it, interestingly enough it's not one of my primary love languages no well i think it's just cultural for me what about you michelle i'm gonna say that um the the positive affirmations and the words, words of affirmation are definitely a big thing for me. Um, but I also like the acts of service. Yeah. This, you know, I, I, I can't, you know, when I think of, you know, the affirmations, I always think of, you know, what Chris Rock said, compliments, 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 
an occasional pair of new shoes. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. Well, we have one of our listeners, Jason, here. Do you uh-huh. want to tell us what your um, love language is? Uh, my favorite love language for my wife, I've married eight years today. Oh, <gasps> Is, oh. She's traveling right now. She's over in uh, Illinois. Oh, happy anniversary, oh, thank B. you, thank you. And is, uh, a hug. If she's doing something, just quickly walk up there, give her a hug, let her know that uh, you're you know, there. I'm there. And, that, you know, it doesn't have to be over the top. And that's, I think, a lot of people forget that. Even with friends, just to kind of give them a quick call saying, hey, I'm just kind of checking up. How you doing? You yeah. know, how are things? You know, I don't need nothing. I'm not here, you know. And that's subtle. Yeah. It's subtle. Even with other friends. Sometimes friends just need to hear a Oh, thanks for listening to me. I appreciate it. And then they de-stress and everything's back to normal again. Well, yeah. try to. Well, exactly. So that's her love language. Is that yours? Yeah, yeah, yeah mine's too. It's so just, you guys both have the same. That's interesting. Yeah, a little touch here and there. You know, it's kind of like, I'm, you know, even you walk by. in it, where I'm like you. I'm Hispanic, French and Spanish. And, you know, everything's touchy-feely. How you doing, Mio? Yeah. You know, everybody gives a hug and run away from the aunts and uncles, you know. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hola, mijo. Ciao. <laughs> right away. No, but I think a lot of our friends, you know, America today, they're so hot-headed, they don't know how to kind of touch with somebody and sit there and say, you know what, I'm listening, I'm there. And I think that's important, you know. Well, and that was one of the reasons why I thought it was, you know, we're just coming off. I had attempted, which I shouldn't say attempted, um, a group of people did get a chance to meet for my birthday this last week. And it was before my birthday. Um, and... It was interesting, you know, when you talk about certain topics, you have a tendency to look at everything from like way up here and you're analyzing all the time. And um, I thought about other, how people were interacting. I thought about other birthdays I'd come to. And so many people don't know what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. And they're always worried about that. And um, for somebody like me who is a receiving gifts type of person, um, you know, even people buying me shots, and I have to say my new favorite shot is a lemon drop shot. Yes, hello. Um, that really, it was silly little things like that that really made the night special for me. Um, one of my our co-hosts, Irina, brought me a bottle of uh, pink champagne. And I, I mean, it's sitting like an icon in my kitchen because wine is one of my passions. And to have somebody go out and pick out this very nice bottle of champagne for me, it's like, you know, oh, my God. Um, Tiff- I have a, I had a set of Tiffany's champagne glasses and broke one. I was heartbroken because those meant something to me because somebody had gone through the process and, and recognized that I would love that and did it, you know, grabbed them for me. Um, and I think understanding when you're going to somebody's birthday, understanding or having some indication of who they are and um, which love language, you can make it such an incredibly special day by just knowing how to um, address it for them. And if you're going to go to somebody's birthday, then, you know, go with it with that attitude. You know, try to make it a special day for them. And don't forget that also sets a good example for everybody else who may not know. There's a lot of people yes. that they're they're new. They don't know how to handle it. Maybe they just went from college or something yep, else. Exactly. Set the example. Yeah, exactly. Well, and like I said, this my listener who um, we sat down and talked about this beforehand, I loved her candidness about, you know, I just never know. I don't know what's acceptable. I don't know if this is okay. You know, how do I know? And then we went. I told her about the five love languages, and she was like, oh, my gosh, that made so much sense to me. And she was able to start looking at her different friends and, you know, the ones who would like a gift, the ones who wouldn't. Um, some people, it's like you get six of you together and you go out to dinner. You have just made their day. So, if you Absolutely. have questions, in, take a look at the person and, mm-hmm. and look how they interact with other people. Absolutely. Good call. Very good call. Uh, so, uh, and I think we kind of stepped into uh, the socially acceptable and unacceptable, brought to you by ZipFizz. Um, we talked, you touched a little bit of, uh, about, what were you talking about at LB earlier? You were talking about... Uh, about bringing gifts, no gifts. Yes. Um, you know, you get a, you get a, you know, and I, and I get these. Everybody get these. You know, uh, it's an invitation to a party, and it says no gifts. Now, so what there, does that mean to you? I mean, if it says no gifts, it means no gifts. If it says no gifts required, mm. you really want to look at the person because here's what I'm going to say to you as a receiving gifts person. Um, as a receiving gifts person, we are hypersensitive and really concerned about other people's thoughts. And in this day and age when so many people are giving to, um, you know, saying give in my name to this benefit or whatever, sometimes people right. can feel really bad about that, about saying that they like receiving gifts. I mean, I love it when, 
you know, if I get receive a gift that somebody says that they donated mm-hmm. to so, such, such and such in my name, you know, to me, that's cool, too. Yes, I get um, a lot of people, a lot of my friends do that. Instead of, hey, like, buy me a gift, I'm also doing a charity for X uh, organization. Yeah. You know, come in and drop something off in the box for these people. Right. Um, and if they cool say too. that, if they yeah. say that, that is really cool. If somebody says no gift required, then you you want to take a look at that person and and take a minute to get to know them and recognize are do they feel obligated to say no gift? And mm-hmm. that's where I think our culture has really backed people into a corner and started making them feel bad about who they are, or feel bad about you know. I'm sorry. When somebody brings me a bottle of wine, I'm going to celebrate that crap. Yeah, I just said that online. You know, um, but I like giving things too. I mean, whenever I show up, it's like Jason and I were talking. You know, whenever I show up to an event or show up to something, I will t- typically bring something for the host. I will bring something for the birthday person. Um, you know, but that's who I am. Does everybody else need to be like this? No. Right. Does it have to be big? Ex- you know, expensive no. and extravagant? No. But just recognize those people. So. I can't emphasize that enough. So, yeah. Um, do you always have to bring a gift? No. no. Um, is it acceptable to bring a gift? Yes. But think about who they are mm-hmm. and um, recognize what kind of gift. Take the time. If you're going to give a gift, take the time to consider the person. Right. Otherwise, don't worry about it. I mean, we're going right into the unacceptable part of this, right? My favorite. <laughs> I know. Look at you. <laughs> I'm so bad. Okay, so totally unacceptable. It is socially unacceptable, which is brought to you by Pop Chips, Never Fried, Never Baked, Think Popped, to show up and create stress. If you have, yes, no drama, okay? People's birthday, oh my gosh. If you have an issue, either fix it yourself or leave. A birthday is not a place to make a statement nor expect the host and or guest to accommodate for you. Especially if you know someone's going to be there that you maybe not see eye to eye with. A birthday celebration is not a place to make a stand. It's not a place to make people accommodate and and fall all over Mm -hmm. themselves for you. Everybody has things that come up throughout life. And you have to remember when you're showing up for a birthday, that is a celebration. If people have said, called their friends to come to them, it's about a celebration. Right. They need or want the time to celebrate. And when you bring in your drama, you can ruin it so fast. Well, for them. what you're also saying is, hey, this you is. You don't care. It's, it's, well, and I don't care about you. It's, it's about, about me. me. Yes. Exactly. And that just. So please, 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 please find another time and another opportunity to get your point, your. Uh-huh. Whatever. What is it they call it when you have your agenda? Get your agenda across and, and don't do it at a birthday party. Just or at a special occasion or whatever that it was invited that's not about you, it's about someone else. You know, it just yeah. there's time and place for everything. There is. And, yeah, we're just going to end it with that right there. I like it. <laughs> Social food for thought. Birthdays are time to celebrate, not time to poke fun at people and their mm-hmm. age. You never know if they're really sensitive about it. So play it safe and make them smile. Um I find it interesting how our society um, celebrates making fun of people. Um, You hit 40 or you hit 50 or you hit 60 and people are giving you canes and they make a joke of everything. I think that our society has come to a point where we need to spend less time making fun of people and more time uplifting and bringing people up around us, complimenting them, um, talking about the positive things about them and focusing on those things rather than this rhetorical smart-ass um, BS that our TV and radio have brought us. I, I don't think I think there's a time and a place for all of it, but I don't think that that time and place is their birthday unless they happen to be that prankster. I don't know. What do you guys think? Am I like way out of line? <laughs> yeah, again, I think you just you know I got to gauge your audience. You know, there's people that you know I know that are just they're clowns. And yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. And they if love being ripped who, on. If that's so, who they are, that's cool. Yeah, exactly. But it, it comes back to what we were talking about earlier. You know, know your audience. Know who you're, who, what party you're going to. Uh, you know, because, you know, if you look on TV, there's a roast on this guy, a roast on this girl. There's a roast, roast, roast. Everyone's getting ripped on. And you're right. I mean, it, it really is to the down. point where 
you know, society thinks that's okay all the time, and it's not. So this is not a really South Park know. Bart Simpson world. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you know, I got. And you know, I just said that. And I wish Ryan was here because I say, you know, oh. I was going to this guy's party, and he, he was his birthday. Oh, you could totally he loves that have kind fun of stuff, him. you know. Yes. But I, again, it's it's reading your knowing who you're going to, and uh, the party party you're going to, uh, and how you represent yourself at the party. Is because you took the time to understand that person, right. what they like and what they don't like. So, well, it, I think you can even that type of person. I mm-hmm. think you can, you know, make your jokes and stuff, but always make sure you end it on such a on, on a positive, uplifting note. Right. Because even somebody like Ryan, you know, people think that just because somebody's a comedian or somebody's funny all the time or making jokes all the time, mm-hmm. um, that doesn't mean that they don't have feelings. Oh no! And I just kind of threw Ryan and I, I not, love not him. to throw him under the bus or anything oh, no, like that. Oh no! No, hey, Ryan's yeah. gonna probably go. Oh my God! You just ruined my life. <laughs> WTF? What's going on with the show? And uh, no, but um, you know, it's 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 one of those things. You know, I think if you invest enough time, because with my friends, you know, I have what I call an emotional bank account with everybody. So yeah, um, I'm always depositing. So if I if I if I'm making fun of somebody, it's because I know I have enough money in that account to do that. To get away with that, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you know, if if at one point you know I've had this happen, you know, over life, you know, it's just you know I I've had to fire friends. And you know, oh and gosh, just you, you know, it's just like an it's like an account. You know, if you keep withdrawing all yeah. the time, what happens? They close your account. Oh, pretty so, much. So you know, if you want to be you know be successful in life, you got to surround yourself with positive people. Well, I think one of the things that is particularly with where we are um, right now, when you take mm-hmm. a look at our TV and our news and and um, the shows that we consider popular, I mean, you've got you know Jersey Shore, you've got the Housewives of this oh, and that, God. and um, somebody brought up today. Uh, one of the listeners brought up today about you know how our society thinks all this stuff is acceptable and all this drama is is that's the norm, um, and I think we really need to recognize that TV is about pretend, just like a Tom and Jerry cartoon. TV TV is there to entertain you. It's there to make you laugh. It's there to shock you. This is not the real Real Housewives of blah, 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 that's not real life. Recognize it for entertainment and don't try to carry that out to uh, everyday I don't life. know. You know, I I, I kind of see where you're going with this, but I also see that this, you know, society as a whole, it kind of like that. They like it because it's shocking. No, it's kind of like that in real life, though. Because, uh, you know, I think we got away from things like, you know, when I grew up, you know, it was happy days and, and it was... Uh, um, all these, you know, shows that you Beaver, know, Cleaver. Well, but <laughs> there were values. The you know, there yeah. were there were popular shows, but they had values, and they went through real life situations and how to handle those. And as I was growing up as a young young adult, that always helped me to uh, get the other perspective or the other angle on how other people would perceive an action that Correct. was maybe negative or not socially acceptable, um, and and how that could hurt someone else's feelings. And there's just nothing like that out there anymore. Like, you well, know, growing pains I think why or, we talk you know, about, whatever. That's why we talk about this stuff now is because there isn't. You, you've got a few. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't think of any right now. Exactly. <laughs> I don't watch very much TV. <laughs> but I think as, as a whole, our society is trying. It, you know what? We're going we're gonna to diverse here just a second from okay. this. But... Um, if you take a look at history, whenever you see superhero movies come out, it's when people need hope. Um, the first superhero movies and, co- and cos- com- comic books and cartoons came out during some of the most troubling times in our country when we were at war. Um, and they were brought in to bring hope to people and show people that with proper leadership and somebody who was willing to step out there on the line, that great things could happen. Um Superheroes are back, which indicates that people are looking for hope. They want, um, they're they're looking for somebody else to say, you know, everybody is saying that this is acceptable, but you know, maybe it's not. Being a, that that fictitious person to stand out there and say, no, you really shouldn't be telling Mary Jane that she's a four eyes. You really shouldn't be telling so and so because they're in a wheelchair that they can't accomplish something great. Um, you, you we're back to a point where when we're struggling the most. Superheroes remind us that there there's hope and there's a way to go through it. And then you see what happens after that. After the superheroes come in and people start treating people better, you start seeing people reach out to help somebody on the street, um, and you start um, applauding that behavior again. And it's a cycle. I mean, that's just my personal opinion. Let's throw it out there. My I value opinion. your opinion. <laughs> and I respect it, too. 
Okay, so we're going to move on. Mr. Michael, you have a topic yeah. you get to chat with us about, food and wine, food yeah, and wine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, you know, as I'm talking about this, we should pour some of this red wine that yes, we have. Yes, we have this lovely so, uh, drink. <laughs> as you say, so it looks as if we have a beautiful, is it a Malbec? But uh, if I can get someone to pour that for me, that would be really awesome. And of I'm going to go into the next event here. Uh, so yes, Pandora Sellers, who we've had on air tastings with, love that. Uh, great, great people too. I mean, uh, as well as the people here at Apex are just awesome. So thank we you, Apex, you again for the Chardonnay. That was very delicious. Uh, so, anyways, uh, going on here, Pandora Sellers uh, Barbecue and Barrel Tasting Saturday, September seventeenth at two o'clock. Starts at two o'clock until six p.m. And, and it's, it's both on the seventeenth yeah. and then the eighteenth, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, it's 32305 Northeast 8th Street, and that's in Carnation, Washington, 98014 if you're GPSing it. So uh, come uh, come join us uh, Saturday and Sunday. It's going to be a lot of fun. Good barbecue. I imagine it's going to be good barbecue because it's good wine, uh, and barbecue and wine are always good. So Well, and they're located at the same place as um, Pleasant Hill. Uh-huh. Incarnation, beautiful, beautiful layout, beautiful tasting room. Um, just uh, be- I can't use the word enough. I love it out there. So you know, <laughs> well, take a country and, drive and check it out. Well, it, it is. It's not. It's not too far though. I mean, people no, are like, oh not. my gosh, Incarnation. Oh, this is the word. You know, pack my bags and you know, requesting time hey, off. Hit I ninety, get off not... of Fall City, and just run with it, people. <laughs> it's. It, but it's nice, you know, and it's yeah. supposed to be nice on. Uh, Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, Saturday. And so, you know, we're going to have a nice little, you know, nice little tour of the countryside. But, you know, uh, they're going to have, like, sliders and sides to enjoy and a surprise or two. You just go out there and check it out if you have nothing going on this weekend. Nothing says, you know, let's have some fun and, you know, and eat some good food and maybe meet some new people. So. Yeah, and there's nothing like a drive mm-hmm. to take the time to start communicating with each other either. Exactly. And, you know, nothing. I love, you know what I love with, with barbecue? A good Syrah. Ooh. Or. In Malbec, because you know why? Mm-mm. I actually use dried fruit in my barbecue. Oh, yeah, which echoes oh. a lot of uh, characteristics in Malbec. I came up with a raspberry. Took fresh raspberries, pureed them, mm-hmm. and um, came up with a spicy barbecue sauce with raspberry and mix it. Oh my gosh, so yummy! This you know, is some of the things I've always perfect with it. Mm-hmm. Always have like apricot and peach preserve, and maybe some uh, raspberry preserves. Because you can make a quick sauce out of it. Just oh, yeah. In a pan. Uh, Get out there like... picking those berries, people. <laughs> <laughs> add, add a little Grand Marnier, boom. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. definitely. So it's, uh, we're going to do our, our second uh, on-air tasting right now. Thank you very much for pouring this for me. Who was that? You it was me. Thank you. Such no, a lovely of course. <laughs> <laughs> I know. This is the part where I get to be the assistant. <laughs> very rare, huh? Yeah. Okay. So we're having a Apex again. We're at Alder Ridge. Uh, it's a 100% Malbec uh, from Horse Heaven Hills. Love that appellation. It's a beautiful appellation. Uh, and um, let's have it's our test. A little very dark, typical uh, color of a Malbec. So we're going to swirl it, smell it. Mm. What are you smelling there? Fruit bouquet. Mm-hmm. Spice, yeah. I like it. Yeah, it's spi- what's spice? Actually, even, yeah, a little bit of black, black currant maybe in there. Uh, a little pepper? Mm-hmm. Or, yep, okay. yep. You always get pepper in there. I like that. What, what else do you get in there? I went, Come to, drink. on, uh, I went to drinking. Take, I'm sorry. I went to drinking. Let's take to these other people here. What do you what do you smell in there? You get a little bit of that black pepper, dark cherry, which is a classic on the, the tasting note for Malbec. But with Washington, Malbec is a lot different uh, than, say, than Argentinian Malbec. Yeah, you know this is very, um, uh, very classic. On Saturday, I tasted an Argentinian one, and then comparing it to this one, this is definitely you can tell made in Washington. It's got yeah. very good fruit for it, as they say. You know, very tasty. Well, and the taste of it is it's very juicy when you first drink it down, and then it dries so fast that no matter what you're eating with mm-hmm. it, it's not going to interfere with it. You see, so your mouth waters, right? My mouth waters, and it dries that's actually down fast. There's good acid on there. I like this. Good acid. It's got a good tannic in there. Um, but you're right. Uh, you know, a typical Argentinian uh, Malbec, whatever I, well, whatever I get on that is actually I'll get a little bit of uh, vegetal on the back end. So, uh, Katina, one of my is? actually one of my <laughs> one of my fallback uh, wines in Malbec. I love it because it's just you know, 
it has a little bit of vegetable, like almost bell peppery on the end of it. So it'll lend itself to dodge different uh, foods that I have, as well as this apex is really good. I mean, lots of good fruit, like you said, absolutely. Um, uh, you know, barbecue, you know, spash it up with like, like you said, LB, uh, like yeah, some, uh, it's not gonna, it's not gonna override anything. Exactly. Throw some dried, dried cherries, reconstitute it with some of this Malbec. Oh, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And then do a reduction on that and then, uh, add that to, uh, like pork tenderloin. Beautiful. Oh, okay. Stop talking about food. I'm getting hungry. <laughs> oh my goodness. So very nice. Thank you. I'll, Apex. Very nice. Beautiful on the, Malbec. Malbec. Beautiful, beautiful Malbec. Malbec. Thank you. <laughs> we love uh-huh. our gal here. She she pours with such flair and personality for us. <laughs> she always has a giggle. I love that. <laughs> and I have to say, you know, one of the things, one of the reasons why we made Apex, one of our, um, we have two locations that we are at every month right now um, to create some consistency and a little bit more of a relaxed format was um, Gunnar Nordstrom's Gallery in Bellevue and Apex here in Woodenville. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons is because I really feel that uh, behind every successful tasting room is the staff that pours the wine for you. And I have to give Apex a, a huge applause mm-hmm. because over the, the course of the year with the different people they've had in here, it's always been inviting, it's always been fun and educational and non, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, it's not intimidating. So if you're a first-time wine drinker or if you're you know a, a very worldly wine drinker it's a great place to come in and enjoy and, and feel like you can ask whatever questions and you know they're going to accommodate you absolutely okay so the duchess report brought to you by <clears throat> us <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what kind of a day it was um last week fashion nights out at the bravern september 8th was uh awesome Absolutely awesome. Irina, one of our other co-hosts, met me there, and I was on the edge of the runway. Uh, I do have video up of the final walkthrough of all of the fashion that came through. Um, I have to give the Braeburn, you know, hands applaud because they put on a fabulous event. It was free to the public, which, you know, in in a state like Washington where we're not as fashion forward as everybody else, to be able to get in, see what's going on. They had two shows, one at 6.30, one at 8.30. Um, they had great DJs out in the open atriums between um, all the stores. The fashion show actually happened up on the third floor at um, Nima Marcus. And uh, they had uh, a red carpet presented by Barrier Motors. Um, you got the celebrity treatment when you popped in with a photographer snapping shots of your arrival. Uh, we were very fortunate. Uh, one of our previous hosts on the show, the fabulous stylist Kim Crumpler, was there with Uniquely Savvy, and she was one of four privileged to style one of four local celebrities, and she got Lily um, Zhang of Q9, or Q13. And I have to tell you, she looked absolutely amazing. Um, they did everything from makeup to clothing, shoes, accessories. It was a great job, and I really give Kim a, a kudos on that one. I'm going to be calling her for the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> but um, So that was our events last week. Coming up this week, um, looking for some Tuesday fun, check out Corks and Canvas at Volvina Martini Bar. Get your Van Gogh on um, and have an artist walk you through painting a beautiful picture. No experience necessary. Go to www.corksandcanvasevents.com to find out what other events they have coming up besides Tuesday's event. Um, let's see, what else do we have? Thursday, September 15th at 7 p.m., we have the um, Showbox Soto at 1700 First Avenue South, um, Fashionably 8. It's the 8th annual Fashion sh- First show. Uh, for more information, we'll go to fashionforseattle.ticketsleet.com for information on that. It's going to be benefiting um, kids. It's a summer camp experience for kids who are affected by HIV and AIDS. So uh, definitely a worthy cause. Love Halloween decorations. I know. It's everywhere. I see the big sign. The big sign. Spirit. But I have to tell you, <laughs> join Bellevue, Seattle, Bellevue City Flowers for their 8th annual Halloween Spooktacular open house on Thursday evening, September 15th from 5 to 9 p.m. I love Halloween, but I have to tell you, these people take this to a whole new level. So if you're the type of person who loves to see decorations and you want to be inspired, you've got to at least walk by this place because they do such an amazing job at creating um, this basically pretend world, and it's not a big shop. So if you're looking for ideas, you're looking for something fun, a, a neat new piece, they do this open house. 
Um, they're going to have champagne and Halloween treats for all, debuting their fabulous Halloween gifts, decor, and so much more. This is the place to be if you want the most unique deco items of the season. I've got a question here for Apex. Maybe you know behind there. Are you guys going to do uh, the uh, Halloween deal again like you did last year? Do you know? Do you have a date on that? Oh. Okay, cool. Okay, well, good. Keep, we're going to keep your eyes and ears open. I was, say, we'll I was here last posted. year, and it was fun because it's this whole strip here. All the wineries do something. It's uh, it's it's costume. It's oh, I love costume. They have the the huh. taco wagon or you know the food uh, street food out here. Oh, that's always and fun. And it's just it's a lot of fun. Were you here last year? Oh, did and you even go? Did you go to it? Lover. You, you couldn't fly into She's that? From Ohio. She, yeah, Michael, she was not going to fly in from Ohio. <laughs> She's a recent transplant. That's uh, okay. That's all right. But it's a lot of fun. I highly recommend it. So, Mr. Michael, do yes. you have any fun food and wine tips for us this week? Food and wine tips. You, you know, always have these amazing of I stories. I just love. This is why we have you on the show. Well, you know, uh, you know, it's it's funny because you know uh, earlier in the show, you know, we talked about you know the weather's nice. It's going to be. I think we're going to finish out September really nice. You know, uh, you can still get, go out and you know and get those nice rosés. Rosés are just a real nice uh, barbecue because people are still barbecuing chicken. Seafood. I had chicken yesterday. It's, it's just one of those wines. It's like right in the middle of everything. You know, it'll it'll go either way. It's kind of like a a Pinot Noir. It'll go to pork, fish. What's that? I know. You know what? Or or like a, a rosé bubbly. Because champagne goes with everything, right? Yeah. Oh my God. Bubbles, champagne. bubbles, bubbles. When in doubt, go bubbles. So. But yes, you know, uh, you know, there's some really good buys because people are like, uh, um, I need to discount my rosés right now. Mm-hmm. I need to get them out. Well, then this this this, this, this weather came up. out of every nowhere. Yeah. So uh, you can get some really good deals on rosés right now, uh, and uh, and knock that out. So. So and I, I know that our listeners can't hear, so I'm going to have to repeat this. I know with socially savvy guests, when they come in and mentally socially savvy, you guys have a special for them, and that is. Ten percent off what? whenever you come in and you mention any socially savvy. So now that ten percent off case, case or bottle discount. That's a bottle discount. That's yes. a good deal. Yeah, ten percent off just for mentioning socially savvy when you pop in here. So yes, we love it. Oh, paid okay, to be a listener. So we have one of our listeners here who we were before we got a chance to um, offer the mic for a socially unsavvy birthday. They had something they wanted to bring up for oh. what's socially unacceptable for birthdays. It's like you know. When you put on your birthday, you really care about your friends. You put a lot of work into it. You're really just really doing it. And your friends go, oh, I'm there for you. And then they don't show. And I don't know about you, but that just, you know, I love my friends. I understand things come up, flat tire, got to go to the bathroom, but, you know. <laughs> okay, got to go to the bathroom, got to wash my hair, no. <laughs> yeah, come yeah, on. I got to defrost my oven. And I think, you know, it's, I think we, you know, as us, we have to set an example. If you can't make it, you can't make it. Say no. It's okay to say no if you really would rather stay home and watch Firefly, or if you'd rather just stay home and drink that bottle of Apex yep. uh, Malbec. Just say so. Don't be afraid. Your friends won't get hurt. What hurts is when you say, "I'm going to be there," and you expect them to show up, and then they don't. Once, okay. Twice. You know, interestingly on. enough, if for some reason I missed this, it was um, on the socially unacceptable to say your. Um, going to make it and not. This is really critical when it comes to birthdays because people's emotions are tied up so much to their birthdays. They accommodate for food. They accommodate for beverage. They accommodate for space. If you can't make it, let them know as soon as possible because, um, you know, I'm I'm a celebration girl. And so when people say they're going to make no it way. and they don't make it, I'm sitting there at the door. I'm looking for them. And, you know, and, and, and I don't say this with I don't want anybody to feel bad, but I think that as a society, if we start to slow down just a little bit, if you can't make it, I understand that. I understand how busy our lives get. And again, you know, like you're saying, there are those exceptions. Um, there were a few people who didn't get to make it to my birthday because some like real big things came up, you know, things that they didn't um, look for. They were they were dressed in their clothes. They were ready to go. And, you know, the, I'm not on regular. I can say whatever I want. The shit hit the fan. <laughs> you know, So people understand that. But, you know, at least try to send them a text message or something if you're going to do that. If you can't make it, don't be that typical Facebook person and say, oh, yeah, I'm going to be there for you and then not show because – there, we need to start as a society recognizing people's resources and respecting them 
because time, effort, money, accommodations, those are all factors that when you are doing a celebration of any kind, not just a birthday, those all go into it. And um, whether you're doing a little show where you've got vendors showing up and with denim and jewelry and stuff, um, you want to respect their time and their efforts. And uh, I'm sorry, at $4 a gallon, they're gas. <laughs> So with that said, I actually did want to do a little um, introduction. We have one of our guests here who is Mm -hmm. Michelle with Vault Denim. And I wanted you to tell us about this because we've had you as a vendor a couple of times and um, a lot of people don't know what Vault Denim is. And it is spectacular. So tell us a little bit about this. It is pretty exciting. So Vault Denim is an in-home business. We do denim parties in your home. Or at retail locations if somebody like Apex will allow us to come in. And you can bring your girlfriends and everybody gets to try on jeans. We offer designer jeans and boutique style jeans, which are more blingy embellished. We all know those I love bling. Those fun jeans. Um, for easily half off, which you're gonna pay retail. So I can't mention the designer labels that we carry because of the contracts that we have. Well and because we, it changes all the time, right? It does change. Okay. We we deal in overstock. But if anybody's interested in knowing what we do carry, I could certainly talk one-on-one with them. Um, well, but, we'll have you link on the Socially Savvy and on my Facebook so that they can find you easy. Perfect. Um, the the home parties are really relaxed. There's no pressure whatsoever for anybody to feel like they have to purchase. But it's fun because shopping for jeans is challenging. And it makes you mad. It makes you <laughs> mad because things don't fit. And Okay, we we're having a girl a, moment here. <laughs> yeah. We have a very relaxed setting. You can have some wine, hang with your girlfriends. Your girlfriends can tell you whether it looks good or not. And that makes for a good evening. And people find things that fit because we have so many varieties and so many styles and sizes that we can fit just about anybody. The really great thing is that we have young girls' jeans coming soon sizes 6 to 14 because a lot of the women who come to our parties have young girls and they're like, oh yeah, ooh, we'd That's like the, to get them some it has now That's become, a market right there. <laughs> it has now become very social for mother-daughter events, which I have to applaud them That's because cool. I think that yeah. one of the, the things that Socially Savvy is going to be launching is um, a show we're going to be doing once, start out with once a month and we're going to be hosting it, but we're not going to have a whole lot to say because the um, guest hosts are going to be 16 to 26. And they're going to be giving us their opinion of what is socially savvy and where they would like to see their generation go because they're the ones who are upcoming. And to see these events with mother-daughters, I'm seeing more and more and more, which I have to say I think is fabulous because you're including the younger generation and showing by example of of what's fun, what's acceptable, and, and so forth. Absolutely. So, so well, and we do have uh, maternity jeans coming as well. We've had a lot. Well, of and your sizes go from zero up to twenty-two. 22. See, and I the plus sizes. That is awesome because not everybody, people who are larger, who are not, you know, petite builds, it's mm-hmm. really hard for them to find fun jeans. Exactly, we've heard a lot of that. So our company has answered that. Um, we also have men's jeans coming for <gasps> the end of the year. Oh, Michael's it's excited. <laughs> Jason's going, pick me, pick me. We may not have it's you for the party. Guys, but do. <laughs> guys have style too. Yeah, they do. So we'll have great jeans for you coming soon. Awesome. Sweet. Well, thank you for being one of our sponsors. And, thank you. And introducing me to your fabulous jeans. Thank you very much for having me. <laughs> okay, so we're going to finish off with events that are coming up here. We have um, we have what? Spa action. We have some spa action. We have um, third annual Sips for Seattle for Children's Hospital mm-hmm. Saturday, September seventeenth, from That's six it. to eight thirty at um, FSD Winery in Woodenville. Um, our Sips for Children's Hospital charity is um, now includes an evening of fabulous wine, gourmet food, um, wood-fired pizza, and prize drawings. Also, performers by local beatboxing extraordinaire, the American Idol's finalist Blake Lewis. Wow. wow. Dang, I love that. I absolutely adore that. <laughs> um, get your spawn uh, soiree mm-hmm. at uh, Boke Salon, which is put on by our Chick Chat Gal. September 21st, 6 to 9 p.m. Bring your best gal pals to this mm-hmm. fun girls' night out and um, enjoy some fun. Uh, 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 who else is going to be there? And our Michael is going to be there. Yes. We love our Michael. <laughs> Michael's always there. We love that. I'm going to be your mixologist that night. He's, you're a fabulous mixologist, I have yeah. to tell you. So Thank if you, you haven't ever tried his mix, you need to swing him. 
For all of our Socially Savvy fans, be sure to like us on our Facebook page to be entered into our drawings for prizes from our secret sponsors. We'll announce at the beginnings of the month. Good luck. Go to www.facebook.com backslash home. Um, Look for Socially Savvy. It's much faster. (laughs) Uh, We want to thank our sponsors of the show, which is Apex, Pop Chips, Pap Spear, Sweet Talk Wipes, Zip Fizz, Eye Candy, Lush Boutique, Cascade Ice Fuse, and um, us. (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely, and just you know, if you were oh, running vault denim and jeans. vault denim, yes, vault uh, denim. but also you know, if you ever want to go, what's going on in the wine world? Uh, you, you can go online to woodensillewinecountry.com backslash events, and you're going to find a whole uh, slew of different events that all the wineries are doing here in the Woodensville area. We love it. So you guys have a socially sad week. Enjoy your mm-hmm. week and make it special for somebody. Absolutely, live life, live long.